0: you are listening to the Ben Keats show where every day the objective is simple Ben will never stop fighting the fight and lighting the light on topics that affect you every day well good morning boys and girls I hope your day is starting off swimmingly mine has been it's time to talk it's time to get back to the Ben Keats show nice to see you guys my name is Ben Keach and I whether you're watching on, YouTube or Spotify or Apple or whatever, I have a, a friend of mine who can say, uh, Alexa play the Ben Keat show and Alexa, even though, so I don't really like Alexa, but I guess this is the one time like, okay, fine. I guess she's all right. Even though she's actually really an annoying person and someone who I judge. Speaking of judging, let's talk about the title today. Episode 28. What's wrong with Judging. It's an interesting word because we there's all sorts of perceptions about what's okay and what's not okay, and and so we're going to get into some of that, even some of the faith aspects, but also just, but then honestly, just how it's applied in our everyday life, and when is it okay, when is it not okay? Um, Like always, I love opinions. I love your thoughts. Tell me I'm right. Tell me I'm wrong. Get on there. Make comments. Um, I enjoy conversing with folks like you so feel free to I do have a good number of people who I get great text messages from and Facebook messages from and and that's great too so all of it's all of it's um, entertaining and um for me hopefully for you too and it actually is humbling to me just to be able to to kind of do this hopefully for as long as I can and right now episode 28 so let's let's get this going so let's first talk about judging from a couple just statements and kind of explain it from there. The first statement is none of us actually keeps our own rules. Whatever rules you have, whatever you believe, we don't keep any of that perfectly. Now we may be pretty good at it. You may say, well, I beg to differ. I, I don't believe in lying and I've never lied or whatever. I'm sure there's maybe some exceptions there. The bottom line is, We as human beings are flawed. We stand for things and we fall short of our own standards. Now think about that. When we see somebody else fall short of a standard and we judge from the standpoint of I'm here and you're there, that's what we find repulsive. That's that's that that rubs us all the wrong way. That was what Jesus talked about in observing some of the religious leaders in terms of how they looked down and judge people for what they were doing or what they weren't doing. And they were doing it from a very elitist standpoint. And by the way, you don't have to be rich to be an elite. You don't have to be wealthy and live in the grandest house to be a, a flipping snob and look down at people. You can be poor and do it. You can be middle class and you can be rich. So keep keep that in mind, too. A lot of times we we hold that special category just for a a certain group of people. And it's literally not true. Um, OK, so let's so that's so that's the first thing. That's kind of the first thing to acknowledge. The second thing is and it's a it's a it's a kind of a Keech quote moment because I just kind of made this up. I thought it was interesting. Judging is wise as long as your mirror is big enough to include your life. So if I'm in the process of judging, then I better be able to directly look into a mirror and say, and look at myself, look at my own choices. Look at what I've done. Look at the consequences of what I've done and, and humbly see myself. If I'm viewing myself first, in terms of how I view whatever I've done or other people, it it's going to give me a more gracious look at other people. I don't want to look down on people. I, I'm the last person that should do that. I've had shortcoming after shortcoming in my life. Who am I to act as if there's something special about me to look down on anybody? And I think we all, when we have that approach, I think that's a healthy place to be and to get to is to look at ourselves first. Now we also hear a lot about judging from a, a particular Bible verse. And so the Bible verse, I think it's in Matthew seven. That's that Jesus who remember was a human being who walked the face of the earth. So it's a quote, like he's as real as Oprah. He Said, in, in and in a kind of a lecture standpoint towards the Pharisees and towards the Sadducees, the way you judge is how you will be judged. Now let's think about what he's, what why is he saying what he's saying? Well, he's saying what he's saying because of the religious leaders at the time and how they were judging. Okay, how should we judge? The first thing is any any sentence that we use the word judgment and we should also have the word grace in, in that same sentence one way or another, we have been afforded grace and let's say you're not a religious person. No problem. In your marriage or in your relationships or with your children, everybody desires grace. Your kids do. You do. Your spouse does. We don't want to live under a regime of condemnation and judgment religious or not. And Jesus's message is amazing regardless of your faith. It's kind of an interesting thing. I always, I always kind of wonder why some people, uh, especially some people that are non-Christians or even like kind of adverse to the Christian faith. And they'll go to some text in the old Testament that kind of uses all this is just horrible, or this is just this. And a lot of times they don't understand the context, which again is another podcast I always find it interesting because the reality is the precepts that Christ talked about, which aren't talked about in all faiths, by the way. The precepts that Christ talked about, how, how we are to live our lives, how we are to love, grace, humility, forgiveness, repenting. These things are amazing relationship advice pieces for how all people should live their life. So... I have a little more respect for someone who's not a Christian, who wants to kind of rail against the Christian faith. Maybe they say A, B, or C, but in that same sentence, I think there should be some acknowledgement of these other things. But instead what happens is we use the judgment verse found in Matthew 7 to basically say, let people live their life. Let people do whatever they want to do without judgment. And that also... Not so sure about that. So let's look at another statement. Our culture and our society today kind of believes this basic notion that we you can have peace at the exclusion of judgment. And so what peace means is if we take all aspects of judgment and throw them in the recycle bin. I did that for all you recycle folks. Throw them in the recycle bin. Then you will have peace. And then they'll add to that statement, which I wholly disagree with, they'll add to that statement, live your truth. Be who you are. What does that even mean? Live your truth? You think I you think every person's what what is every person's truth? You want to you want to write a paper and tell me what your truth is and that you're going to live that out? I mean, your truth is super, super subjective to an individual. Like, are we saying that there's not any bigger picture truth statements that there's that truth is only relative to the individual? Do you see what that does is it makes each individual person their own God? I don't know about that. I I, I think that's I, I I don't trust people that much or their judgment because truth comes from our creator. Why we were created who we are, how we are to live our lives, there is, there is a DNA print of that. There's actual, like, it's like embedded in our soul in a sense of who we are and and what we do. So the whole idea of this, just this humbo jumbo about be who you are and live your truth, it's gobbledygook to me. It's not. It's not a concrete thing. And as a matter of fact, I don't trust it. Um, it's almost like the overused statement of loving yourself. Which again, loving yourself, great, fine. I'm not saying that's bad. But it's like, what does it even mean, really? Like, it's just, it's too vague and it's too cliche, and it sounds cute. And people may get warm fuzzies when they hear about it. But I don't know. I think it sounds dumb, honestly. I what I want is we can only have peace through an understanding of how we should live our lives and how we shouldn't live our lives. It's not up to me to decide what that truth is. There are already concrete proven ways, whether you want to look at the faith aspect or not of how we should live our lives, what should guide us, what should drive us, why we are here. So, I'm not I'm not a fan of that. I don't I don't believe that. I don't think that judgment in and of itself is bad, but I do think the source of how we like like okay, what is the source of why judgment feels bad? I mean, don't you think it comes from just not feeling or being accepted at some point, feeling that judgment maybe it's from your parents or from your teachers or from people in your life like that's not a good feeling to be judged in that way. But what is a good feeling would be for me to take my best friend and and have a conversation like, "Look, like I I don't I don't think what you're doing is there's another way here. Let's talk about this. Let's let's help you get back on the right track." That's good. Um so it's understanding when judgment is wrong, how it's executed wrong, how that makes an individual kind of feel, and that pushes us to this this kind of feel good philosophy of just simply living your truth, whatever that means. Um, the Okay, so with all of that, I want to say the quote one more time because I think it's good. Judging is wise as long as your mirror is big enough to include your life. As long as you always have that perspective, From a humble approach, from a loving approach, from a caring approach. That's how I want to be judged. That's what Christ was saying. You're going to be judged how you judge. But there's going to be judgment. I'm not even getting into Judgment Day. I'm not talking about a Terminator movie. That's a whole other thing. (laughs) So, (laughs) a side note here a lot of people view God as like this big marshmallow man in the sky who, you know, everything is going to be this, you know, cute, fun kind of thing at the end of the day. And, God judges. Like God, God is a lot of things, and the, the one thing that he is is just. Anyway, that's a different topic, too. Okay, so let's let's move into the parenting vice and the song for today in terms of what's wrong with judging. And again, making sure I answer the question, what's wrong with judging? It's not the judging in and of itself. It's the how. It's the mentality. It's what's going on there. So just that's the answer to that question. Okay. Let's do the parenting advice first. So the parenting advice in this one is, is, you know, what do we want to talk to our kids about when it comes to judging? Um, you know, kids can be super funny because kids will say whatever the heck's on their mind. It's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe they just said that. And it's, (laughs) it's not always, um, you know what they should say, but it can be, it can be comical. Um, I'll never forget a story that my, my brother told me about his oldest son. And it was, it was like there were, um, um, he was like five years old or something going to kindergarten for the first time. And there's this, there's this little other kid who's throwing a big fit. Doesn't want to go to school screaming and crying. The mom's like dragging the kid into the school and, and the little, little five-year-old looks at his mom and says like, what an ass. And it was just this like, that's kind of judgmental anyway, right? That's hilarious. And it's true, too. So I don't know. Maybe it's not too bad. I don't know how the five-year-old mentality is with judging, except for that it can be funny. But what we want to do with our kids as they grow and help them, we want them to be empathetic people. We want them to, when they see things that aren't right or that don't make sense, we do want them to understand the backstory. What's going on there? Why do you, Why do you think that's happening? I mean, a simple example could be a, a you know a homeless man on the side of the road. Well, there's judgment. Go get a job. Go do this. Go do that. Whatever. But you know, everybody has a story, and everybody also has an excuse. But everybody has a story, and while we don't want to make excuses, it is helpful in terms of how we love people, all people to kind of get the story to understand where people are coming from. It makes us a more kind of a softer version of ourselves. like a good, like it's just good to know. It doesn't mean we justify. It doesn't mean that it's right or okay, but it always is good to know. Whatever, Whatever the situation that we may find ourselves judging, you could be judging me for this episode. Well, you know, oh, he thinks this and that, or, you know, there can be something like that. I was like, where am I coming from? Why am I saying it? Like just always ask yourself that question, even in relationships. Why is she acting like this? What, what is he doing? Where, where are they coming from? Where? where what is the source of, of this sort of thing? Because we judge in a lot of different ways. Just keep asking ourselves that question and teach and model that for your kids and just watch how their hearts become open to other people. Uh, the song today is um, one of my favorite songs. I've done a Steve Camp song before. Steve Camp is a old 1980 he's a pastor now but he's an old 1980s Christian singer who just you know always tells it like it is like he is not. he does not hold back in the lyrics of so many of his songs Um, and the name of this song is don't tell them Jesus loves them and so the story the song is amazing you can watch the video on YouTube it's really cool but the what it does excuse me what it does is it is it shows that people all have stories. People have different things that affected their background and the ways they look at the world and the ways they do that. And sometimes we operate out of our own hurt. And so don't just go like as a Christian, don't just go to people and well, Jesus loves you. Well, Jesus loves you. And that the line in there that I really like is don't tell them Jesus loves them unless you're willing to love them too. Like it starts with how we model that behavior it was a command. We're supposed to love people. We're supposed to love our neighbors as ourselves. These are things that Jesus implored us to do. But don't tell them that unless you're actually going to do that. And sometimes to actually do that, you got to know what's going on with people. You got you to get a little bit more beyond the surface level. You can't just look at the reactions or what's going on up here. You got to dig deep and kind of understand why. That's love. That's caring. And the song does a wonderful job of don't be that type of Christian that just says that. And I, I think it's a, it's a wonderful message. The lyrics in the song are amazing. So hopefully you have a chance. You can check that out. Um, it's, it's, and it's a, it's a really good song, too, just like a beautiful song. So anyway, folks, that is good for episode 28. Uh, love chatting with you. Um, if you did not listen to the show today, I'm actually judging you right now. So please just understand that. And I'm not apologizing for it. And I'm going to look down on you as well. Anyway, enough of that. Have a great day. Glad to see you guys subscribe, like it, share it, do all those cool things. We'll be best buddies forever. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Let's keep the conversation going. You can reach out on Ben's website, www.benkeetshow.com, or on social media to chat. And please remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode.